Blog Talk Radio. Glad they hunted to join we for we show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This year the Queen Quet, head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that I hunted children to tune in one more again to this year Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Where we the gee upliftment to the living legacy and the pay ancestral homage. This evening we the pay homage to the moving star hall singers who hunted this year to the snow but always but done do and always the done left we. So for Sister Jenny Hunter and for Alice Wine and for all the other rest of them, we'll be did it. We take this a moment of silence. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Thank God this evening that we did you for one more episode of this year, Black Music Month. This evening we want to crack we teeth about how we music and thing from the Gullah Geechee Nation, we spiritual and thing, lead the way when it coming to certain movement we've been going on. Because plenty of time people are yet it is your song today, but they are stand. These your song will be the spiritual. We'll come to the ancestors for these your islands. Right here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, 100 Yeti Boat called the Sea Island. From Jacksonville, North Kakalaki to Jacksonville, Florida. Most of which they call you from the South Kakalaki Islands. Right there in the Charleston County, South Kakalaki and Beaufort County, South Kakalaki. Where one of the Yeti thing called spiritual. Going up from the bush over the brush over. Later into the prayer's house. Later into the place like the moving star world and things like that. And that way, when... The freedom fighters will be in the country in the 50s and things like that. Start for Yeti that song and start for Cat and song out into the street everywhere. We have been a march. And even now, children, freedom ain't done come for all of we. So you know one thing? We who believe in freedom, we can't rest. Tall, tall, can't rest. Thank you. 
We who believe in freedom cannot rest until it comes. This song still continues to ring true today. And so definitely as we celebrate Black Music Month and we talk about music and movement, we cannot forget the civil rights movement when songs like this, Ella's song, began to ring out on the highways, the byways, as the marchers left those bush arbors, those brush arbors, those praise houses, their homes in the South, and began to take the freedom struggle back to the dirt roads, back to the paved roads, back into the streets. And one of those leaders is the woman for whom this song is named, Ella Baker, who was born in North Kakalaki. She was actually a civil rights activist that was born in 1903. She passed away in 1986, but she worked with the NAACP, SCLC, which is the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, and SNCC, the Student Nonviolent Coordinated Committee, one of the many people who continued to make sure that freedom was something that she continued to march for, that she stood up for. When she graduated and from Shaw University in 1927, she was actually the valedictorian of her class. So many people often negate the stories of the women who were out in the forefront of the civil rights movement, but we cannot do that here on Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio because these are our ancestral tracks in which we walk. These mothers who came before us led the way. They shouted they sang, they stood up, they put their lives on the line for us to have what most take for granted today. That is some semblance of what many might define as freedom, and others would say, "Uh uh-uh, freedom still has not come yet because there's still oppression, there's still racism, there's still censorship, there's still sexism, there is still xenophobia, there are a number of things, there's genocide going on, so therefore... Again, we who believe in freedom cannot rest until it comes. Once again, these women were educated women, and they sought to educate others. They sought to education of freedom by the way that they walked, the way that they marched, the way that they led. Someone else who is critical, and you've heard me speak of her and will continue to hear me speak of her here on Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, is Mama Seppi. Septima points at Clark, who was born May 3rd, 1898, did not pass away until December the 15th, 1987. She was a native of Charleston, South Carolina, here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Now, of course, being born during Reconstruction time, she actually got to witness firsthand the ownership of land by people of African descent who had just come out of chattel enslavement. She got to see what many now are beginning to understand is true freedom, and that is the ownership of your land. And that is why when you hear songs that were sung, even in those nights on that land, like what you heard at the beginning, Lay Down Body, yes, have you been through a lot, body? Oh, lay down a little while. Yes, there was a lot that Mama Seppi saw. There was a lot that Ella Baker saw that made them know that they couldn't lay down, that they had to march on for freedom. But as they marched on and they went into these institutions of higher learning, got their degrees, got even their families together, 
they came back into their community. Mama Seppi also worked along with the NAACP. I know many of you who hear of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, y'all will say, well, hold on a minute. Those folks are conservative. They're not doing anything. I mean, why would they want to work with them? At the time that they were working with them, in the 40s and the 50s, leading up to the 60s with the Civil Rights Movement activities, that was considered a radical organization. It was interracial from the start. They were breaking down barriers that were there that were considered to be barriers of segregation and integration. So at that time, within the context of the time, the NAACP was doing forward movements, and that is why so many people who we now recognize as true leaders of the civil rights movement were part of that work, along with being part of SCLC and SNCC, who met on my home island of St. Helena Island, even during their trainings for many of these marches, where the spirituals, which are officially the music of the Gullah Geechee Nation, and as you've heard me talk about already this month on the broadcast and in previous years on the broadcast, the spirituals are also officially South Carolina's state music. Well, those spirituals found their way around the country, later found their way around the world. And a lot of the transfer of the music, from here on the Sea Islands, such as John's Island, where Moving Star Hall is, where you heard the song at the very beginning of the show, and places like St. Helena Island, where people heard the song saying while the trainings were going on, much of it got transferred to others. When people started working with a group called Highlander Folk School up in Mont Eagle, Tennessee, Mama Seppi was very active in working there. And she attended her first workshop there in 1954. She went on, she started teaching literacy courses, and she drew on her experience from John's Island. She was able to help to educate many of the people on John's Island about what their rights were and how much more rights they would have if they would vote. But, of course, there were all these illegalities in terms of what would allow folks to vote So they started to make it where people had to be able to be literate to vote. Then they started asking people questions that nobody could answer, like how many bubbles in a bar of soap, those kinds of things, but also things about the U.S. Constitution that even the people who were issuing the test could not have known. But having the literacy courses helped our people to be able to progress. So fortunately, Mama Seppi, also Bernice, Regan, Bernice Robinson, who was her cousin, they started to spread a program of literacy. They taught students how to fill out even driver's license exams, the voter registration forms, to fill out other kinds of ordering forms, sign checks, and everything as part of the classes that they taught. And all of these types of things started to go on in places such as the Progressive Club on John's Island. Many of you who watch Gullah Geechee TV, and you can go to G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E dot TV, all right, to catch up with Gullah Geechee TV episodes, or go to YouTube. If you go to YouTube and you watch Gullah Geechee TV, or go to YouTube and type in Queen Quet Progressive Club, Queen Quet Johns Island, South Carolina, you will then see that we recently 
dedicated a marker at the Progressive Glove site. You can also go to GullahGeecheeNation.com and you can learn a lot more on the history of the Progressive Club. And once again, they were progressive for their time. They were advanced for their time because they were not only teaching people literacy, but they had their own economic support and economic advancement so that even once the boycott started during the Civil Rights Movement, People had a place and a space in which they could exchange goods. You could bring in clothing and shoes and, and transfer them and give them to someone's younger children or other family members while you picked up other things. They supported the black businesses that they had in town and kept those operating. People were there to support one another because they believed in freedom. They did not rest. They did not allow the body to simply lay down. Many of the songs then got written down but altered even during the various meetings and the gatherings that were happening for these trainings in these different places here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Many of the other folks who were coming in were intrigued by the songs. They started to make folk versions of the songs. But more than that, we have an entire slate of what would be considered civil rights movement songs as a result of the types of songs that the same folks that Mama Seppi them and Sister Robinson them were educated, were shouting, were singing to keep that spiritual cover over one another while they've been together in the evening time and things like that, to work together for your freedom and things like that. Now, you have to recall that at this time, lynching, was a very high possibility. Someone coming in and attacking a building with all blacks in it to burn it down or to shoot up the building, to throw in a Molotov cocktail, was at a very high possibility. So they were literally taking their lives in their hands by being a part of a movement to further freedom for people of African descent and people who were considered the underclass or the poor, the United States at that time, and in particular those in the South. But many of the people who got trained here on the Sea Islands became those that were the ones who marched, that went and became the freedom riders that got on buses and went into the Deep South. We are not the Deep South. We are the South, and we're the Southeast, the Gullah Geechee Nation. However, the Deep South, Alabama, Mississippi, the places that you have been hearing a great deal about over the last couple of years due to the <clears throat> coming of 2014 and the 50 years since the, the latest Civil Rights Act. And, again, you can go to Gullah Geechee Nation and you can come here on Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio and hear the episodes that I did about the numerous Civil Rights Acts that actually have happened in the United States. But in terms of commemorating the 1964 Civil Rights Act, we have many different activities going on throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation right now to remind people, make them recall, make them commemorate what struggles went on only 50 years ago. That was not a long time. Many of my listeners, you're older than 50 or you're right at 50 now. Many of you, like me, can say, I can remember those times. I can remember the constant 
seeming like murder was going on every time you looked up for the numerous assassinations of those who were leaders during that time and the brutality and the beating that both men and women suffered who were simply marching, marching up the freedom land. And here it is. In the midst of it all, you have an Ella Baker. In the midst of it all, you have a Septima Poinsett Clark. In the midst of it all, you have a Bernice Robinson. You have these Carolina women who are standing up, speaking out, and right there shouting and singing out with others their songs of freedom that had emitted first from the plantations of the Sea Islands, from those cotton, rice, and indigo fields, right on into the hearts and souls of everybody whose feet hit those wooden boards in the praise house. And Radawas, then one would be to hit the ground, or upon side them marsh, and like that, or neat, that Spanish oak tree. So look here. The ceiling. Well, honey, the Yeti, plenty of songs now. You need to think about you. One song that many people are used to hearing, especially during Black History Month, when they start playing every documentary they can dig up between Dr. King's birthday and February, the end of February, they always replay and replay civil rights documentaries as if there were no other movements, there were no other uprisings prior to the U.S. Civil Rights Movement for black people's freedom, like the Cato Rebellion or Denmark, B.C., the Stoner Rebellion. They act as if those things didn't happen and we all of a sudden just woke up and had a civil rights movement. There's still a human rights movement going on today. So one of the songs that is often sung and heard is, We shall overcome, we shall overcome. We shall overcome someday. Oh, I do believe deep in my heart. We shall overcome someday. But is that the overuse of the song We Shall Overcome often does not come with the story behind the song. There's a background to this song that links to the movement of union activists. There were, again, training schools where educated people coming out of colleges, getting into the sit-ins, joined with union activists, joined with folk singers, and even then the President of the United States. They got together and took a song, the singers took a song called I'll Be All Right Someday that was sung in black churches all over the South that actually had been written in 1901 by a Methodist minister named Charles Tindley, all right? And the song eventually got published as I'll Overcome Someday. But this song was sung in these churches, and they evolved it into the song that is globally known as We Shall Overcome. But now here we are, back in Chucktown, right here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, back in Charleston, South Kakalaki, 1945. Gullah Geechees, who were part of the Food, Tobacco, and Agricultural Workers Union in Charleston, were the ones who took 
the song and changed it to we will overcome and we will win our rights someday. We will overcome and we will win our rights someday. They sang this song on picket lines. Two years later, now they did this in 1945, in 1947, several of the activists took the song where? To the Highlander Folk School. Now, I'm honored to have an opportunity to learn this and to share this kind of information with you because I just recently completed work on Gullah Geechee Sea and Me, where Sea is saving environmental action and Me is marine environment. And I had been awarded a very small grant, but a grant nonetheless from the Highlander Education Center. And it was an honor for me to be able to continue human rights and environmental work with a group like Highlander that had taken us higher, literally, taken us higher and elevated us to the point where we would want to sing, to march, to focus on freedom, and that we would want to educate others that their freedom had not yet come just because an Emancipation Proclamation had been read when people were still living in undue and impoverished conditions all throughout the South, all over the United States. I know some of y'all wondering if you just tuned in, am I talking about right now? But I'm actually going back to 1945. We will overcome and we will win our rights someday. So here it is in 1947. These words are taken to Highlander Folk School. And so the activists there and civil rights activists started to change these songs, and they started to create what they considered to be social gospel as they evolved the spirituals from the Gullah Geechee Nation into these songs that they were using for the marches, and they changed the words in them. They started calling them social gospel instead of, like, social spirituals for social gospel, spreading that good news of the social movement that was underway. And so you had a number of people, again, considered very radical that were part of the Highlander School that started to evolve this song into We Shall Overcome and to take it forward. But it all started right in Charleston at the Cigar Factory. Now, the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival, which you can find more details about at www.gullahgeechee.info. If you want to go, go to gullahgeechee.info. The year that we started out, having the event in Charleston, South Carolina, here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. We had a dance at the Cigar Factory. Now, many people realize the Cigar Factory is there. I have now even done things for the anniversary of a couple who both met at the Cigar Factory, used to work there back in this time frame of the Civil Rights Movement. And I have been through those halls in the building. It's massive. It is huge. And it's right next to where many of you who are Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fans, you've seen the image of our Minister of Information, Elder Carlytown, and I pouring libation at a statue to the late Gullah Geechee anointed spirit, Philip Simmons, our gate maker, our blacksmith. And so all of this is right there, not far from America Street, right across from Hannibal's, for those who know the Gullah Geechee restaurant there, Hannibal's. And so here it is, the Cigar Factory was actually a plant where people worked rolling the cigars at that time. 
It operated from 1903 to 1973, so for 70 years in this building at the intersection of East Bay and Columbus and Blake in downtown Charleston. Here was this massive building that was first a textile mill and then got converted to the cigar factory by the American Tobacco Company because they leased it and then they eventually purchased it and they started to hire black and white people to work there. And they produced the biggest selling cigar that the U.S. actually had. It was a five-cent cigar, and they actually hand-rolled these cigars in this factory, okay? Now, from 1920 to 1930s, the cigar factory workforce was approximately 1,400 people. So when I tell you it's a massive building, maybe now with the numbers of workers that was there, you overstand and can visualize the size of space that you must have to have this kind of folks, this amount of folks working in a place. But women were 60% of that, okay? So you're talking about 800 or so of that 1,400 being women once again. Women in the workforce, you don't often hear about this, especially black women, Gullah Geechee women, working in a factory, getting paid, not just scrubbing floors, not just shaking babies. Here it is that we don't hear these stories of these women either. Well, the cigar factory management tried to get the workers to feel that they should, you know, have some benevolence, all this stuff. And, and they were trying to, you know, of course, keep their bottom line what their bottom line was. But our folks came together and decided they wanted to have a union so they could ensure they got all of what they were entitled to. So Charleston's American Cigar Factory, as it was called, workers started to protest. They started to march. They started to request better pay, better working conditions than what they had. So throughout the 1930s with the national unions like the American Federation of Labor, the AFL, the Congress of Industrial Organizations, the CIO, they vied for the allegiance of American workers. So you had a movement going on in the 30s that people could already attach to. Not far from where the cigar factory is, we have one of the oldest unions in this area, in this region. We have the Longshoremen's Union, who supports the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival every year that we are in Charleston. They have supported us. They have been sponsors. They have come out. They've let their members know to come out and support, and we honor their legacy of continuing to be the port workers. But we cannot forget the cigar factory workers. The Charleston Cigar Factory and all of these Gullah Geechee women and Gullah Geechee men that were there were considered skilled labor. They would give them, you know, the lowest positions. So they fought back, and they fought back wanting their rights, wanting proper pay scale, and wanting to ensure that they did overcome. So as a result of them taking the spiritual, evolving it into the words, we will overcome and we will win our rights someday in 1945, 
This then travels to Highlander School in 1947 and then continues to travel out into the streets in the 50s, in the 60s, and now around the world whenever we hear that song. And so it was interesting for me because as I looked out to try to find an old version of the original song that even led to them having this song. I couldn't find an old, old version. But when I started thinking about the social gospel and I started thinking about the evolution of gospel from the spirituals as well and how it is a moving process, the music in and of itself is moving. When you come to the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival every year, you will hear spirituals, but you will also hear some gospel. You will hear R&B. You will hear things that have evolved from these spirituals and from the very souls of our ancestors. But you will learn our story that attaches to those songs. We ain't just sing dry long song and thing like that. We ain't a show dry long song and thing like that. So we want you to grow and to know what it is that's in the souls of the songs and the souls and the hearts of the people who sing the songs. So right now, I want you to be all right. So as I searched to begin this show this evening, I was able to come across a version of the song that was the originating song, one might say, of I'll Be All Right. I found a few versions, that versions, one might say. I found things, you know, where people were simply playing the guitar and and things, and it was instrumental. But I couldn't find nobody shouting this song, and that was what I was looking for. I wanted to hear a version of our ancestors shouting that song the way, no doubt, those folks at Highlander School heard it when they started to encounter Gullah Geechee's on these sea islands. No doubt the way that people who were out there marching with SCLC, those who were there in those meetings, them camp meetings truly, that were going on with Ella Baker and with Mama Seppi would have heard this song. And so that as you would hear the song, you would be inspired knowing that even as the negative reports came in of the water hoses that had been turned on people and the bodies that had been washed down certain streets and the people who were laying in the hospital or who were sitting up in the jail waiting yet to be bailed out, that even in spite of that, that you would know that there's no need for concern because you will be all right. And so here it is that even today, as we gather together and we have the human rights movement, there are many folks who were often asked, well, who allowed you all to do what you're doing? How is it that you can continue to go on? And many times I tell them, honey, chillin' better thank God for the music. Honey, chillin' better thank God for that song and thing like that. Because if it ain't been for that, it would have been plenty more bloody movement and things like that. But instead, people have been a letting souls shout. And so therefore, it could have let God lead them and things like that. Because then it would know for true that that time be coming when everything going to be all right. And on the children, we all going to be all right after a while. 
plenty of times when we hear the songs that moved into the civil rights movement, people took these songs that they shouted about in church, that talked about heaven and their freedom coming in the great by and by, and they took it to the current time. They used it to move the folks, to motivate them, that you can have all that God has destined you to have in this time frame. You are not relegated to be destined to suffer now, to have to die to have the better life, but that if you stand up and work to get a chiller and don't you get weary, that you can have everything today and that, yes, everything will be all right. And every day could be like Sunday when we get together. We shout, we sing it, we praise in God for the blessings that we have and that blessing, especially being our freedom and our family, being together on our land, that every day could be that kind of day like a Sunday. And here it is that whether it was Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, folks got together to march for our freedom, not even knowing who was coming in the future, but knowing they wanted them to have that better life here on earth, not to wait to die to have it in the by and by, but to have it here on earth. And so these spirituals guided that process, went from what they call the low country up into the high land, up into the mountains of Tennessee, came back down sometimes, yes, with a guitar picking, with some folk music singing, and other times got converted right on to this young. And so that people had that same rhythm, had that same cadence, had that same pace that no doubt Cato had with those 20 Angolan men as they marched, crying, Liberty, 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 that Gullah Jack had and Denmark Vissy had as they met in the bush arbor and the brush arbor of Charleston, the same bush arbor and brush arbor that lived on in the spirit of those cigar factory workers of Charleston that took that song and let it be known that their freedom was going to come and that they were actually going to march out into the streets to make it come now. They weren't going to wait to die to have it and then to be the ones to work hand in hand with these organizations such as SCLC, NAACP, SNCC, to have them come and say, here it is. We need to gather where underneath that same old tree, where the Gullah Geechee to be, where freedom songs are ringing out. They have been ringing out from amidst the cotton, the rice, the indigo, amidst the sweet grass, the marsh, the oak trees, the live oak, the Spanish moss. Amidst all of this that brought our ancestors a mighty, mighty long way. And I say to you, if you infuse your house, infuse your spirit, and fuse your soul with songs like Woke Up This Morning With My Mind, Stayed On Freedom. Trust me, that is where your mind will go. And as we go to get you down the bus, but say, Hona King Free, Hona Be Free. And so when we talk about Gullah music and movement, our music has been the soundtrack for the movement of freedom for people of African descent 
and people who have been downtrodden and put upon from the time that our ancestors' feet touched the island soil. And many of them were birthed here from the time those midwives caught them babies. They came in with the sound of freedom with their first cry that rang out from those one room, some of y'all call them dog trot house, we call them shotgun houses, them one room praise houses that were the places and the spaces where the family gathered together to learn one another what freedom to be and to haul up one another and to work together, walk together, march together, chill because then we got freedom for all of we. So it is a blessed time for me to have the opportunity to listen to songs again, sung about and by many people who passed on since even the Civil Rights Movement 50 years ago, to listen to their voices and hear from their hearts what they were feeling at the moment. Blessing to be on the site of the International African American Museum in Charleston, South Carolina, and to shout there, to be able to shout the same song the Moving Star Hall singers of Johns Island sang, that same ones that the Progressive Club members sang, the same ones that folks in the Praise House here in St. Helena Island sang, to shout with them, to sing them, that old-time religion music, as people like to call it, so that we could yet go forward further together in the movements of freedom today. Right there in Antonboro community, those songs were sang. Last week, as we sent off the bus door and some other parts of the Esau Jenkins bus up to Washington, D.C., to the National American, African American Museum that's being built on the mall, that will be the last part of the Smithsonian built on the mall. And it is an honor that now people want to recognize and acknowledge Gullah Geechee culture and their involvement in these many movements, but I pray that their interpretation of our story still allows our voices of freedom to ring out clearly, because as I said at the beginning, and as I'll keep on saying, we who believe in freedom cannot rest. We who believe in freedom cannot rest until it comes. And I know that each and every week, while I'm on the air, I have freedom fighters that listen in. I have freedom fighters that join us in the chat. And I appreciate each and every one of you that downloads the broadcast each and every week. I appreciate Pack Ensemble that you all here tonight. They, they figured that Hunter would be up for Black Music Month and things like that. So glad they wanted to day with me. And all through this entire month, we are going to celebrate our story through black music. But right now, if you have questions, you have comments, please call in 347 324 3903-347-324-3903. And I definitely pray that you will join us for the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival the first weekend in August. We're not going back to the Cigar Factory this year, but we are going to be at the site of a new monument to Denmark Vesey. We are going to be having our Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week leading up to it once again all along the South Carolina coast, all through this zone of freedom. We are going to be celebrating reconstruction, reunion, and revival. This is what we're going to be shouting about, still shouting, still singing these songs of freedom. Continue on this journey 
at Together. And if you want to connect with us, you can do that anytime at G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. And you can always download these shows on iTunes. You can share them through our social media. We thank everybody who who is a Facebook fan, as well as those who follow us at Gullah Geechee on Twitter and on Instagram. On Instagram, folks, we got a bunch of nice pictures coming up for you this week of various things that have been going on because we are still yet moving on with the human rights movement here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, and we have to do it because we cannot let anybody turn us around, Hunachilla. Keep on talking, 
marching up to freedom land. We got a caller tonight from this number I know quite well, from All Mobile Productions. How honey to do this evening? No, honey do fine, Queen. How about you? Oh, I did do well. You know, when we the crack we teeth for freedom and thing, I did do plenty good wrong, y'all. What going on, Brother Kwame Michelle? Yes, I just wanted to call in and give you a quick word of continued love and support. Uh, as always, the broadcast is powerful, educational, uplifting. And uh, as you know, All Mobile will continue to support everything that you do within the Girl Geechee Nation and beyond. So, once again, thanks. Great show. Keep on doing what you're doing. I appreciate it. And for my listeners, if y'all are wondering, Brother Kwame Shah is the co-founder of the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. We don't get to have him grace the microphone too often around here because he is CEO of All Mobile Productions. So he's usually mobile and moving around. But we want to thank you for definitely tuning in tonight. And definitely we want folks to come on down and join us in August so we keep this movement going on. And so we appreciate all the work that AMP is doing, and y'all can always find them at AmpTurnItUp.com, and we appreciate your love and continued support, my brother. So you know we got some shouting to do come this year festival this year. So peace and yes, blessings. Yes, we do. All right, peace and blessings, Queen. So, yes, it is wonderful to have the opportunity to have folks that are still there shoulder to shoulder, still marching right alongside of us to Freedom Land, keeping the human rights movement going here for Gullah Geechis. And so as head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation, the head of state for the Gullah Geechee Nation, and your hostess for Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, I just want to thank you all on behalf of not only Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, but the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that sponsors this show that you can find at gullahgeechee.net, gullahgeechee.net. We want to thank you for supporting us and standing up for who we be, because we know we be Gullah Geechee anointed people. Peace and blessings. Look forward to yet in from Hunter Chiller next week. Hunt, we show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, but this year the Queen Quet in time for we to go. <laughs>